Where's the redo button? That's what I was thinking this morning. Our bishop had traveled all the way to Lower Saranac Lake to the beautiful chunk of land that we know as Camp Guggenheim to mark the 50th anniversary of the diocesan summer camp. And I was there helping coordinate things, including the welcome that had been written and prepared by a friend of mine, Kelly, former camp director. There were hundreds there. there the servers, the musicians, the clergy, including the, the priest who had founded the camp 50 years ago, who was going to be preaching the homily, and yes, of course, the bishop. I gave the cue, music started, the procession began, everything was lovely, until a few minutes later, I looked into the congregation and saw Kelly. I forgot her. She had nothing to do except sit on the stuff that she had prepared, an introduction. I started in my head coming up with other ways an introduction could be used as an intermission. You don't do intermissions at Mass. Or as a conclusion. But an intro makes absolutely no sense. At the conclusion, all I wanted was the reset button. Where's that reset button? And it's easy, easy for me to imagine Paul wanting the same. I don't know if reset buttons were a thing in the first century, but if he knew about them, surely he would have wanted one. This Paul, the great saint missionary of the church that we hear of in the first reading, was still known then as Saul for he had not yet met Jesus and had not let his whole life be changed by that meeting, including the changing of his name. So we hear today that he was an accomplice to murder, the murder of St. Stephen, the first of the martyrs of the church, the first to die as a witness of the resurrection of Jesus. So we can imagine Paul late in life wanting a redo. How could he have let himself be that foolish? I think we can imagine it, because I don't think it was just Paul and me. My gut says we've all been there, right? We've all, at some point in our lives, wanted just to at least hit pause and walk away, but maybe take another swing. Throw that pitch again. Let me, let me try one more time. We've all been following the news this week. The local incident commander at the school in Texas. What they're saying is he made the wrong call. I keep, I keep thinking of him. How awful he must feel. How he would do anything I, I trust to hit the reset button to have a redo, another chance. And in the face of that desire, that longing, we here, my brothers and sisters, get a window into the world's need, our need for faith in Jesus Christ. 
Our second reading today from the book of Revelation shows that he's better than any redo button. Today we hear the very end of the Bible from the book of Revelation, the last verses of the last chapter of the last book. And in it, Jesus declares himself to be the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. No, not just the first and last letter of the Greek alphabet, but he who is timeless, who knows no beginning and end and encompasses them all. For when we want to reach out and hit a reset button, we're invited by him to instead reach out and with the saints say, Come, Lord Jesus. Our Lord, our Lord can bring good out of the worst of situations. What good came out of my dropping the ball this morning at Guggenheim? Honestly, I'm not sure. It might have just been for my own humility. Maybe it was to let my friend Kelly show, show mercy. Well, only please God really know in heaven. What good happened there in the Acts of the Apostles 2,000 years ago with Saul, an accomplice to murder? I don't know. Maybe it was that Stephen got to show mercy. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Again, we'll only really know in heaven. And what good came out of the tragedy in Texas? I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe only that we all get to show a little mercy and a little compassion. I'm sure we'll only really know, please God, in heaven. For he, the timeless one, he is the one who desires to unite us all as he and the Father are one. And as our nation remembers all those this weekend who have sacrificed to protect the freedoms that we enjoy, we, we come here, we come to this altar to be fed for some just the, the third time in their lives and others maybe the 3,000th time. We come to the one who is timelessness itself, who desires unity, communion. As we do so, we realize we need not have a redo button. Instead, we reach out to him and say, come, Lord Jesus.